Hello there, ravens, ruckus makers, seekers, learners. This is the People Like Us podcast, the show about Alt-MBA alumni. And I'm your host, Mark Dick, but just your host for this show, because today I'm talking with the real host of the show, Covington Doan. Here he is. So I think the first thing that I'd like to know is kind of what were you doing? What were you doing sort of before Alt-MBA? for you where 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 were you at so before alt mba i i had bounced around all over the place i would i would probably would be what seth would call a a wandering generality that i i let my <laughs> i let my curiosity just take me from one thing to the next um at the same time I, it's been so long, I don't remember where I heard this advice, but I, I one time, or I heard the advice of whatever you do, do it with excellence or do it in such a way that when you're gone, you'll be missed. That, uh, I was doing, I did everything from, uh, working for universities to elementary schools, doing fundraising for nonprofits, um, but ultimately always looking for where I fit in. That I think one thing that I was searching for was that uh, that community or that tribe. Um, at one job, even it was not even my first month. And I was working with somebody and she asked me, how long are you going to be here? Huh? And it was, it was, a, I couldn't answer the question. It was, it was confusing to me. I was like, well, why do you, why do you ask? And she told me that good people don't stay here. And I was like, oh, that's, it's kind of sad. Um, and I ended up staying there for three years, but, um, yeah, it, it was, it was a constant battle every day. Uh, it felt like I was a foreign body and this organization's immune system was trying to destroy me. Um, and I think it did a lot of good work, uh, but it was, it was, it was an uphill battle every day. Um, so I say for all MBA, I yeah I'd done a lot of different things and trying to find my place. Yeah. So so what do you think was was missing? Was it or what what was the miss for you? Was it the type of work or more the the type of people you were working with or something else? I think it was the latter. Um it it was it was definitely the the people that I was working with, um, and, and more specifically the posture. Um, I remember that it really flipped for me when I did all MBA and during orientation, there was a, um, I guess in the materials, there was a quote that said, we get a lot done here in all MBA because we make promises and we keep them. And that was, I'd never heard, um, I'd never heard people 
like make that statement. That's kind of like, uh, how I, the standard I held myself to of like, do impeccable work, mean what you, uh, mean what you say, uh, and keep your word. Um, that when I saw that, it was kind of like, uh, like a value statement. It clicked for me that I was like, oh, this, this is different. This, I, I, I belong here. That, 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 that was that feeling. Um, and, and that, you know, prior, prior to that, I, I think that's what I was, that's what I was looking for. People who, who, I guess, subscribed to or held themselves to, to, a, to a, a standard. Yeah. Yeah. That, that thing that says, I, I'm making a promise. I'm going to keep the promise. Uh, if you do the same, we're going to make some great stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and so when you, when you first signed up, not knowing that that was what you were going to find, what were you hoping to find uh, in, in Alt MBA? What were, what were, what caused you to finally send in that application? So for me, I, I think I had heard about it, um, but I, it, I didn't, I wasn't strongly considering it until uh, a, a friend of mine, he was, he wanted to do it. And uh, he asked if I would do it with him. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's one of those things that uh, I think originally we thought with something online, it's good to have an accountability partner. Um, because a lot of times that doesn't exist in the online program. Um, you know, we did, we didn't need that, uh, in alt MBA. Um, but when he asked me, I was like, Oh, absolutely. I, I, I would love to, uh, show up and, and support, uh, and, and, and possibly grow with you in, in this way. So that's, for me, why I signed up for all MBA it was really to uh, uh, to go on the go on a journey with with uh, with a friend on in, into something that was kind of uh, scary or, or unknown. That's a that's a riot that you signed up for uh, um, to help be an accountability partner, and uh, every single person in there is your accountability partner once you once you jump in. That's uh, it's it's fascinating what what um, to me what motivates people to to sign up because it's always something a little bit different, and it seems that they're always amazed once they get in there. So um, that's really cool. Did you did you ever uh, did you do much with him with your friend during the course, or no, so we were on your own? We were assigned different um, sessions. Oh, okay. Uh, we weren't even like, in, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those like, oh, uh, I guess with all NBA, you, you got to throw away all, uh, assumptions, uh, and that we were like, oh, okay, well, it's just going to be one, one course, one giant course and, and we'll, we'll support each other, uh, I guess in a side chain, uh, versus, like like you mentioned everyone is, everyone in the group or in your in your cohort in your learning group becomes your accountability partner um that we did a few check-ins as to uh, but we uh, i think we quickly came to the conclusion that what we originally uh i guess signed up for uh to 
or to to be for for one another was was unnecessary because because the the that the that support structure was was intrinsic to how MBA was was designed. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. So so how did the how did the course I affect you or or like did it change you or you know sort of what what kind of impact did it have? I would say it it definitely changed me. Um be, before all MBA they send you those books and uh I read quite a few of them. But one of them I guess cracked the door. Like it, it, like the course hadn't even started yet, but I my my thinking had begun to I guess loosen or change um after reading that book and the book was The Art of Possibility. Mm-hmm. Um I would say in all MBA, that was probably the biggest change for me was, was the having space in in my mind for more than one, um, I guess, right answer. Uh, that there isn't a definitive like one right answer and everything else is uh, is not right or is wrong. That that completely changed how I approached. I guess everything um, past that. Um, so I, I'd say that's the biggest, that was the biggest change for me, just uh, letting go of uh, my idea or how I thought about decision, like right and wrong or, or how, to, how, to, how to come to that uh, understanding of what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's so many folks that, uh, well, myself included that, that come out of the course feel, feeling changed and say, I'm going to, you know, do something completely different or, or go back to what I was doing, but do it in a completely different way. Uh, how, how did, did that manifest for you, you know, in terms of, you know, life after, after the course, can you share a, a story about, either either something you're working on now or something you did right after the course that uh, wouldn't even have been in the cards before? Mm. I think, um, I guess, ironically enough, this podcast yeah. it was, was a product of that. I think prior to it, I, I guess backing up a bit, um, when I was younger, I was, was very artistic. Um, I did a lot of of art and I was I was never one to sign my work like I, I just didn't it just wasn't something that I felt really compelled to do um, and I remember that it was something that I just I enjoyed creating the the work right um, and I just wanted it just to be that that um I remember in high school, I was making just these line drawings that are just like uh, trying to, I guess, capture something that I was I was uh, feeling and, and trying to try to have that, um, I guess, live or, or be felt when when someone looked at it, and and I would I would I'd be running through I would create a huge body of work each week. Um, 
And my art teacher was collecting them because I would just, I would just make them and, and then just throw them into the folder uh, with my name on it because um, she, that was one of the, one of the things that she uh, was required for, for the grade. Like you're not, it wasn't a great, they wouldn't grade the quality of the work, but you did have to have work to uh, receive a grade. Um, but I had, I, had a, I had a huge volume of work every week. I would just like churn it out because it was, um, that's, that's kind of like what I was, I was trying to create. And she took that work and submitted it to art competitions on my behalf. And, um, I started winning a lot oh, wow. of competitions and she, and that's what, and she, so she brought that back to me of like, Hey, um, this work is good, uh, at least good enough to win competitions. And it was something that I think, um, and she'd asked me like, Hey, would, do you want to, uh, enter this art competition? And my answer was always no. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be bothered with that. Or I don't, I, I think it felt like, um, it took away from, from the art. Um, that bringing that to alt MBA and looking at my work or contribution before alt MBA, I think I'd still had maintained that, that posture of just let the work be the work, um, that I wasn't one to, um, take credit for it or put my name to it. That I think part of me was like, who am I to, um, it felt, it felt a bit, um, I guess out of character, um, right. to, to like have my, like to say like, I made this. Right. Um, and I think looking at what it took to create this podcast and how I feel about it, that changed. And, and I think it was, it was as a result of, of, uh, how I changed in alt MBA that, this work is something that I was really proud of and I felt excited to share it. So mm-hmm. putting it into alumni Slack saying, Hey, this is the latest episode here. I made this as, as Seth would say um, that I was, I was excited to do that. I was compelled to do that. Whereas prior the work that I made, I don't think I was, I don't think I was, I guess, that excited about or that confident in or proud of even to, to put my name to it. Um, I think that's the biggest, uh, I guess, post-Alt-MBA change, um, that now I am more uh, confident in, in creating work and, and being proud to, to share it with people and say, you know, Hey, I made this as opposed to like this here, that here is this. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's so interesting because I remember when the first, when the podcast first launched and uh, for a while, it just launched just to the alumni. And then it was another step to say, well, let's just put it out there to the world. Right. Because people, there will be people that are interested in this um, that haven't taken the alt MBA yet. Uh, even if they never take it, I think hearing these stories of of transformation that that 
you know, you're curating and that you're building really um, helps people. You know, it, it, it helps me, but it would have helped me if I'd never taken the course, you know? Um, so, you know, so definitely thank you for that. Uh, I also, I didn't, th- I'm so glad you shared this because I really didn't, um, appreciate what a step that, that was for you to actually put that out there because, you know, or even doing this, uh, uh, this talk today, you know, because, you know, I've, I've listened to, you know, I haven't listened to all 47, I will admit, but I've listened to, uh, more, much more than half. And, um, I'm always, I'm, this is such a great talk. And yet who's, who's the guy asking the questions? What, what's, what make, what's making him tick, <laughs> you know, and that kind of thing. So, so that's why I'm, I'm so thrilled that you're letting me uh, be part of this because, uh, um, I know I am not the only one, uh, that, uh, that wants to learn from the fellow that started this whole thing. So, uh. Um, so thank, thanks for that. That, and that's not even a wrap up. That was just a, a midterm comment. <laughs> so, um, so, so now, you know, now that you've, you've graduated and, and like I, I met you as, as a coach first and foremost, cause, um, I took the course after you and, and I remember from, uh, the coaching orientation, you know, who is, who's this guy that's sitting there quietly and then, every once in a while drops some truth bomb that uh, shakes everybody up. Right. And, and that's, that's sort of the, the Covington style that as, as I know it is uh, um, you know, everybody can be yakking and then you speak up and everybody gets quiet to say, okay, what's, what's going on here? Cause there's something good going to come, but tell me a bit about the coaching experience uh, for you. How's, how's that? Uh, how's it been for you? How's that maybe uh, um given given to you and built you up over t- over time yeah i think the coaching experience for me has been an extension of some of the things that i was just starting to explore uh during during my alt mba um and i think i would i would describe it as trust in my own voice in that i i remember the first session and maybe even the second session of, uh, of coaching, it, I was, co- I was constantly comparing myself to more seasoned coaches, sure. um, in that how I showed up or the comments that I were, I was leaving, um, you know, how did they, how did they stack up and what's, how good is it? Um, and I think over subsequent sessions, I became more comfortable with the idea of, or came to, uh, or operated with, with, with a different starting point, which is what if, what if doing the work is good enough? Like it's already good. Um, how does that, how does that change? the work and, and how I approach it. Um, and I think that's been, again, something that I was wrestling with as a student and as a coach over time, um, was able to chip away at that idea of, um, who am I to say this, or is this good enough? Um, 
to trusting that that gut or intuition um, and trusting myself that, hey, this is the charge or my job is to share what I see, my truth. And that's, that's good. It, and, and there's to look at it as, uh, or from the frame of, could it be better? Or how does this compare to other comments? Um, may not be appropriate. Um, and I think that's one of the things that in all NBA kind of unlocked for me is like having more space for possibility that there isn't just one good or there isn't a singular way of measuring um, something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it ties in the hearing you say that ties into me with what you're discussing with your art in high school. It's like, uh, when you're just making the art, I don't need to, I don't need anyone to tell me it's good enough for a competition or it's, it's, uh, the best in the competition or it's third best or whatever, however they would do it. Um, same with commenting, same with your work. It's like your work is, uh, if you're working with your whole heart, uh, your work is good enough and to get it out there. And, you know, it's like the, you know, back to your podcast, your, you know, every episode is good enough, share it, uh, get it out there, do another, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, I, I just, I, uh, I love that. I love that high school art story so much because it, it also, um, I could never believe why you're, uh, you're doing so many podcasts so quickly. And it's that same kind of thing. Get it done, get it out there, do another. Get it done, get it out there, do another. And that's a lesson that I can take away from my own stuff. I tend to um, think way longer than I should before I finally hit enter and get it out there. So, yeah, like when I when I set that up, um, I I did that on purpose. Yeah. I that I have a tendency to overthink it. Um, to constantly try to iterate or improve upon it. Um, that for the time, and I think it, it, this it will change uh, in the future, like how the, the frequency sure. um, I'm releasing at. But at the time, it was a way to overcome that um, that resistance that I think I I gave myself an outlet that to uh, for the, for that that desire to make it better of like okay well I have to ship this now because I've committed to a deadline right and, you know it's, it goes back to that keeping your promises um, but because the next episode was two days away I had the opportunity to I guess make that improvement for the next episode right yeah dead on. Dead on. Um, what's that? Uh, the, the saying we always say, shipped is better than perfect, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So um, outside of, of this, uh, this little alt-MBA bubble that uh, has been created here, with, well, it's not even a little bubble anymore. It's quite a large one with the number of people that have been through the course. Um, what about outside of, of it? How, you know, I, I, know, I know you run a, a stupid good coffee shop these, these days. And, uh, <laughs> and the, uh, 
uh, I'm just, I'm curious to know if, you know, that's a very, you know, brick and mortar serving actual people, you know, real tangible business. And I'm, I'm wondering how your alt MBA experience and, and your coaching experience might've, um, uh, caused you to change how you look at that or, or how you act or things you do in, in that business. Yeah. Um, I think originally that business feels very honest, like, you know what you're getting. Right. So, uh, the exchange is, is, is very simple. Um, and I think working through all MBA and, and coaching, I, I've become more comfortable with that idea of this might not work or you may not, uh, you may not see the the benefits that you're delivering, but that doesn't mean they aren't there. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things about, uh, or I've, I've recently come to realize as that idea of just because I, like someone didn't tell me or I don't see it, I have no like evidence to um, support it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So uh, when I, when I stopped the podcast uh, or took a break on the podcast, I, I didn't hear from anyone. And I took that as a sign of like, Oh, no one is, is listening. Um, but after a while and, t- and talking to people, uh, they mentioned that they listened to the show and they listened to, you know, even the recent episodes that up until they told me um, that was still, that, that was, that was still the truth that they, they were, they did listen. And, um, and I was, I was wrong in that I assumed it to be like, Oh, well, no one's listening. And they were like, Oh, well, we know you'll be back. So we're just giving you uh, your space or giving you, we, we trust that you're, uh, you're capable and you know where you want to go next that I was like, Oh, um, so when it comes to the coffee shop, it's, I think it's a little bit different in that I've come to realize that the coffee shop that I'm, I guess I'm capable of more or I want to do something that, that dances on that edge of uh, delivering value to someone that I, I don't necessarily get to uh, witness completely. I don't have every, uh, it, it, it's more complex and uh, than what we do at the coffee shop. And you could argue that what we do at the coffee shop is, is, is more nuanced. Um, but I think, that has changed that I think originally I was beholden to things that were, uh, I guess more quantifiable. Right. And I think I'm becoming more comfortable and looking to explore how I can, I guess, operate more in, and things that are, are deliver value and things 
that are less quantifiable, which has been a huge change for me in, in that I, prior to, prior to all MBA and, and, and the work that we do as, as coaches, I, 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 I don't think I would have, uh, believed that or come to that conclusion. So is it, is it more of a, like a, an emotional connection, this non-quantifiable thing, or, or have you, uh, uh, have you, have you, how do, how do you articulate that, that, that yeah, I think less quantifiable, but I think but, it's uh, just important. Sorry. Yeah. I think it's different work. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, um, creating the coffee shop, um, you know, growing it, it's, it's successful. Mm-hmm. But when I look at what's next in terms of the coffee shop, um, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't excite me as much. It's not something that I'm like running towards of like, right. Let's open up more locations. Let's, let's grow the team. That's something that I'm, I, I'm not, um, you know, me personally, I'm not, I'm not super excited about. Um, so, so think, it's, it's more of a boundary that you're, you're in the process of breaking down a little bit, right? Yeah. You I think that's, it's, 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 it's looking at that for what it is. And and knowing when when the work is done, I think one thing that is uh, I think was it was hard and it still is is something that I'm working through is that idea of is this giving up? Like if I were to s- stop doing the coffee shop, is is it is it giving up? Um, because I think there are many ways or I'm capable of growing it to this next stage. But at the same time, I don't think that's something that would really be fulfilling for me. Sure. Sure. I, no, I, I, I can totally relate, you know, um, with my own background owning a bakery, right? It's like uh, um, there's there's this big picture of, in my mind, of, of Covington and all the things that uh, bring you joy and all the things that you can can give to the world, right? And and it's totally understandable to me that that could grow beyond um, the the one thing that you're doing now. Right. Yeah. It, it it's like um, uh, when I, um, in my case, you know, getting out of the the retail bakery allowed me. Like I, I went through three years. Uh, my whole pre alt MBA was thinking I had given up and I had somehow failed. <laughs> but it's like what it does. There there is a scenario where stopping doing this one thing allows you to grow even more. And allows you to serve even more in in new ways, whether it's through, you know, writing or podcasting or whatever that thing is for you. You know, um, yeah. So I I get it. That's a, uh, um, you know, it's the old. It's it's you're setting up, or you know, we all set up our own boundaries that say, oh, you know, breaking through this means failure somehow. It's or we play the sunk cost game or whatever it happens to be, right? right. Um, but yeah, no, I I can. 
I can see that where where your your desire to to grow and to do more and to give more um, says okay I I need a a different platform or a different uh, mechanism to get that out there you know yeah so wow so so good for you so this is something you're you're actively working through right now and thinking through yeah so yeah. I think that's something I guess if we're to uh, draw the contrast uh, I'm trying to move from being a wondering generality to a meaningful specific um not saying that i'm not a meaningful specific to to i guess certain people but i think embracing that more and and i guess doubling down on that is 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 what i'm working on um and right now it doesn't have a lot of structure around it it's something that i think i'm i'm wading into and and trying to make sense of um but it's something that i i am excited to to uh, embark on awesome yeah well i think sort of my my last question uh in in keeping of the spirit of the the other episodes uh you you've always asked a really good question at the end about you know reach out to me if uh and so so let me turn that over to you so re- reach out to covington if reach out if you oh man see having it turned like yeah i can relate <laughs> how difficult this can be now um I thought I had it. I thought I had it on lock. Like, oh, I do this all the time. Got this. Um, I say reach out if you two are wrestling with this idea of being capable of more. I would love to chat about what that looks like for you. And is I think that would be helpful to to have uh, discussions with other people that are wrestling with with that idea of being capable of more. Um, reach out if you are afraid of something. I think that's ultimately what is holding me back on certain things, which is um, on a de- like things that I, I'm afraid of and either I don't want to give words to or I don't have an uh, opportunity to, um, to s- speak to that, you know, reach out if, if you feel similarly and, and you want to, uh, give space to some of those fears and uh, also hear some uh, some of those fears from someone else. Right on that. That's awesome. Um, any, any, anything else you were hoping I asked you? Nope. I think you covered it, Mark. <laughs> well, okay. Well then you need to hear from me that, um, 
you are not a wandering generality in my mind, uh, not by a long shot. Uh, I count you as uh, uh, a very, a very specific, very singular person uh, who has um, knowledge in so many fields, and uh, and also just a, a a huge heart and a lot of compassion. And I'm very very happy to know that I can uh, I I get to count you as one of my friends. So. Uh, um, thank you for being you. Thanks for the podcast. Thanks for sharing this um, with all of us uh, every every week, twice a week, three times a week. Uh, and and you know when when you get tired of this and you go on and do the next thing, uh, we're all very excited about what that next thing is as well. So uh, so keep on going, and and I'm glad you're here, Covington. Well, thank you, Mark, for being my friend and for for doing this. Right on, buddy. Okay, take care. Wow, what an interesting fella. Uh, I think we all suspected that uh, Covington was pretty awesome, but uh, I think it really came across in this show. What a what a thoughtful person! I'm thrilled uh, that I got asked to uh, to do the interview. Uh, I hope you all learned what you need to know about Covington. If not, in the show notes, there's going to be ways to reach out and connect up with him. Uh, There are going to be more episodes, I'm told, of this amazing podcast. I can't wait to listen to the next one, but uh, I'm going back to my role as a listener. So until next time, thanks for listening.